you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how has your week been? You know, same old, same old. <laughs> um, you know, still working from home, mm-hmm. making the best of this period mm-hmm. in our area. Uh, Baltimore, let's see, Baltimore City is still shut down, but mm-hmm. Baltimore County is like halfway into phase one. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm still shut down. <laughs> right. Same. Um, <laughs> I know people are itching to get out, but mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable, so I am continually, continuously making fun in my own home. Mm-hmm. I'm still doing a lot of decorating and getting my house together. Right. So that's been keeping me busy, cooking, I've been doing some reading. I read Robin Crawford's book hmm. with, Whit- you know, with Whitney. Yeah, how was that? I liked it. I okay. mean, I really felt like... You know, most people who commented on it probably didn't read the book. But mm-hmm. to me, it wasn't written in a salacious way. It wasn't written... And it was about Robin's life. Obviously, gotcha. Whitney was a big part of it. But, like, yeah. there are parts of the book where, like, it wasn't about Whitney. So it wasn't this... It, it, to me, tell it wasn't... Because people it made it seem like it was a tell-all. Nothing she said in that book... I don't think... You know, it's already been said that she started drugs at an early age. Mm-hmm. Okay. It already said that her and Bobby did drugs. People knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, that they had um, domestic disputes. People knew that. Right. I just don't feel like anything was said that people didn't already draw their own conclusions about or rumors. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing, obviously, she confirmed the rumor of them two being together at one yeah. point in time. Yeah. She just confirmed it. Right. And mm-hmm. um, that was it. But, mm-hmm. like, all of that was rumored, heavily talked about. So, I like, I read the book not feeling like I learned about, I learned more about Robin. And mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Her backstory, her stuff with her family right. was interesting and sad at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, nothing she said to me was anything that wasn't tossed around. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah. And, like I said, she spoke of her with nothing but love and respect. I don't feel like it was gossipy or anything like that mm-hmm. i thought it was a good book okay. you know i read the jessica simpson book yeah which i still might go get very from good you and sharice talking about it I'm, it makes me want to read it it was very good a lot mm-hmm. more interesting than i thought it would be <laughs> um i enjoyed that book so i've been doing a lot more reading yeah thanks to my library card <laughs> sydney is like talking about the library and i'm thinking <laughs> uh, also another tip from sharice so, really, it's Sharice is the lifestyle guru, and that's fine. <laughs> but I was like, a library card? I'm buying books like a peasant where I could just get a free library card and read them for free. Why was I never thinking about that? <laughs> Guess what? She has a library card. And now these books I'm reading go right to my Kindle, and I'm not paying right. $15.99, $17.99 for these books. And it makes sense because, like, I just think about how many, like, I'd be trying to find space for more books. Like, and so I'm not purchasing books unless it's something that it's like, I want to keep this to refer back to it later or I want to highlight. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, 
otherwise it's like you read it i can rent it and i love done. it yeah. so i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> why didn't i think about getting a library card i think a lot of people don't think about it because it's something that we haven't done in like, like so forever many years, not yeah. to like reading i mean i mean read 25 books get a pizza coupon <laughs> is the last time i've been in a library okay so yeah, um and even in college I did not use our library. I didn't either. If sometimes I went in there for like group projects. Yeah, for me. But like I never so. used the library then. So I'm just nope. like I've just never used the library. I went the in library. there to tutor people and to meet with group for like different groups projects and, clubs and stuff that like that. Yeah. Like I was like I just don't So anyway, um I've been pretty good. Yeah. Um I've been good too. Work has been you know, kicking my behind. But we're off today. Uh, we're recording on Memorial Day. Um, but, you know, been consistent. I'm running out of shows to watch. So I really probably just need to, you know, pick up a book. <laughs> I did read one book during this quarantine, but I probably should, like, get another or two. Because I'm running out of TV shows to watch. But, um... You should watch Degrassi with me. I could. I could. I'm watching Degrassi. You're watching it from the beginning, right? I yeah. am. I'm on... I think I'm still on season one. Mm. Um, on Amazon, if you have Amazon Prime, I don't. My parents do, so then you have. <laughs> you can watch it via Amazon through the IM IMB TV like oh, add yeah. on. Yeah. So it doesn't cost you money, right. and it has ads, but it's not an obnoxious amount. Cause I hate when you watch. Sometimes you can watch a show, mm-hmm. um, and the ads, especially because this is like technically online, it's a smart TV. Yeah. The ads are so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. It's two two little commercial breaks. Oh, okay. In like that twenty five minute episode, mm-hmm. and the commercial breaks are like sixty seconds. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. It's not aggressive yeah. where you don't want to watch it. Right. So. I've been watching Degrassi. Mm-hmm. Um, Paige is rude. <laughs> um, Ashley. Is annoying and her eyebrows are mad thin. Oh my god, that was the and, style back then. Um, Terry, who's supposedly a fat girl, is not fat. She's not at all. <laughs> uh, here are adult perspectives of watching Degrassi all over <laughs> again, but whatever. Um, something interesting I watched was um, it was on Lifetime. It was like a, a documentary, I guess, called AKA Jane Roe. What's that about? About um, Roe from Roe versus Wade. And oh, mm-hmm. so it was like. It was her, everything from her perspective, essentially. Because, you know, she was a part of the case, and so many things have been said about her. But she wanted to tell her side of the story, I guess, about how she became a part of the case, the aftermath of the case, how she lived the rest of her life. It was pretty interesting. She had thin, tattooed eyebrows, which makes me think about, like, that was just the style back then. Um, But, yeah, it was was interesting um, and learned a few things that was cool. Um, I watched that today. So, yeah, maybe this week I'll start, go back and watch something that I watched before or I'll need to pick up another book because my, my shows, <laughs> my shows are wearing thin. So, yeah, this week I'll figure that out because I also need to watch, I haven't, I used to watch Shameless, <clears throat> but I haven't watched the last two seasons. So I could go, always go back and watch that too. So, What's happening in media? Uh, got a couple cancels. A couple you know, cancels? A couple people um, gotta be canceled. Some people, don't, this is the second time they're getting canceled. <laughs> like, the first time didn't stick. Y'all don't know how to cancel people. Some people getting canceled. Joe Biden. I mean. You know, <laughs> Corona. 
Please, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Uh, first, so we had a versus battle. I did not watch this one. Mm-hmm. However, I heard it went well. People yeah, seemed to a like lot of people it. said they enjoyed it. They enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, they had like they had the setup that I think Teddy Riley wanted to do. Yes, but somehow <laughs> it didn't work out with him. Right. The next one is actually today. Like mm-hmm. Cindy said, we're recording Memorial Day, one twelve, and Jagged Edge. And that's exciting. My money's on one twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, love both, but one twelve just speaks to me a little bit more. I think they just have more music. Um, but the interesting thing is one twelve is only two people. It's just yeah. <laughs> they one twelve is going through some legal. It's just twelve. Going through some legalisms <laughs> right now, so I'm assuming we'll only see the two. Right. Um, because well, that's the only names that was on the thing. So we'll yeah. see the two this evening. Um, the other. One of them spoke out to say they wouldn't be participating. There's yeah. some legal disputes going on. Right. The other thing I'm wondering for Jagged Edge is because, like, now y'all going to be in the same room? Do they I'm even live like, all in the same place? I, that's, I am curious how they're doing that. We will see. It's mm-hmm. at 8 o'clock Eastern. Oh, good. I thought it was at 6. So I was about to say, we won't miss the first. 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Good. Um, so, yeah, we won't miss anything. Okay. I want to give an honorable mention to, um, she's a designer, Anifa. Mm. Did you see mm-hmm. the, um, she's the owner of the contemporary brand, Hanifa, I think I'm saying it correctly. I thought it was just Hanif, but I don't know. Hanif? Yeah, I didn't know it was an A there. Where's the A then? Maybe, maybe it might A be Hanifa then. Child, I don't know. Hanif. I don't know. Sharice has bought clothes from them though. Anyway. <laughs> She um she did a 3D fashion show. Mm-hmm. Um, one, she always planned to do it. It wasn't because of the coronavirus, right. but, you know. Just perfect timing. It's just perfect timing for yeah. how she did it. Yeah. It was just something I've never seen before. And the way the clothes look, mm-hmm. she said she did, they worked on it for like over seven months. And it looked so real. The yeah. movement. It does. Like for a second, stuff, I'm like. You know how for video games they put all the dots on. People. I wondered like is that <laughs> how they did it? That's how it did. But based on what they were saying, that's not how they did it. They just really did all the movement stuff in the computer, and they didn't actually use live people. That so. is crazy. Yeah, because it looked great. But I just want to do because I feel mention. like it probably would have been easier to do it the video game way. One honorable mention that just because like I just thought that was dope. Yeah, it was. Um, update for when. Sydney kind of when Sydney talked about Ahmad Aubrey's mm-hmm. uh, murder. The man who recorded got arrested, Finally. and he is charged. Mm-hmm. Um, and people was new, challenging me on that, like he shouldn't need to be arrested. I'm like, what? Well, there's some new details saying that he used his vehicle as a way to keep Ahmad on the scene. Mm. Which makes him not just recording, an but like, like an I accessory. <laughs> so it's just for him to be arrested and charged as well. Um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. I think every now and then we people can get arrested, but it's like the conviction is where That's the part. I think we still feel unsatisfied with. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um, so let's do the cancels. So let's start <laughs> with... Um, Lana Del Rey. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the original 
I think the theme for two of the cancels is that people just don't know how to deliver their message properly. <laughs> like, because I think, yeah, I, I like reading it. I understand what she was trying to say, but you don't. The way that she, um, the way that she said it seemed like she was talking down on all these other artists. And all the artists, most of the artists were black. Black. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously that got people up in arms. Mm-hmm. She made a statement. This is when her PR person needed to step, step in. Because <laughs> she made a statement um, saying that, you know, this had nothing to do about race or woman of color. She's like, those people are some of her favorite singers. Mm-hmm. She was saying that she felt like she would get criticized if she if she did stuff like that. Yeah. And I think on one hand a lot of people are like, well they get criticized. So at the end of the day, you're comparing something that it's the same. Right. They're not getting better treatment. They're right. still being criticized mm-hmm. for um you know, language they use or their their bodies, the sexuality. Yeah. They're still being criticized over it. Yeah. So for one it's like it really is the same thing. Yeah. Two, because she's white and she mentioned majority people being black, mm-hmm. obviously people are like, what's up with that? Because <laughs> it's like, especially since, you know, Megan Thee Stallion and, and Beyonce, Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj had that kind of history moment literally like last week. Right. So I just think people are like, what are you doing? And none of them are really in her avenue of music. They're not. None of them. So I'm like, you're also comparing apples to oranges here. Seriously. Fan bases aren't even like overlapping severely. You have some that are rock with both, but like there's not a crazy overlap Mm -mm. in fans. So I'm like, what are you saying? So as she's making these clarifying statements... Her clarifying statements aren't really clarifying anything. She needs somebody she's, to write them for you know, her. She's talking about her wanting to be fragile and in and, and, and her, you know, feminine essence. And then people are like, are you saying they're masculine? Like, she just, I feel like she was never quite saying it. And then today, she did a video. Oh, girl. We almost watched, forgot. Like, let it go. And I watched this six-minute video. Uh-huh. And she even talked about reparations. And girl. she supports the Navajo people oh and she's God. she thinks black people should get them too and i was like girl <laughs> who's ever on her team Shut tell her down. to stop at Shut this point in time down. i'm like people was, have moved on people had new people to cancel Facts. so i just like, felt like we don't have two you're, cancels you're still yet. you're still talking and i'm like girl this video don't help it either i, I watched the video part 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 of me was like, what are you saying? Reparations? What are you? I was like, this, this. You all this, over the place. What is going on? What are you talking about? What are you there? talking about? <laughs> so that is that. Um, PR people matter. <laughs> I mean, but getting people, having worked in PR, getting people to do See, what you tell them to do. It's clearly difficult. Whew, it's like, why are you like, even paying me if you're not going to do what I'm telling you to do? Like, just, j- if you don't want to do what I'm telling just hand me the cash. Honestly, like, just give me your money. <laughs> with her, she just didn't need to mention anyone. She yeah. kind of could have just cut the first paragraph yeah. off and made the statement, and mm-hmm. it wouldn't have gotten such energy, yeah. right? Yeah. So then we have Doja Cat. Mm-hmm. So, so some resurfaced videos of her in these kind of, like, racist, Nazi, mm-hmm. tiny chat user rooms Mm -hmm. 
Um, literally like a week ago. So that's why people she said it was like old stuff, girl. People are more. I think people are really grilling Doja Cat because it's so recent. Mm-hmm. People are doing the math. Like she was on live this day with this outfit. And she has like literally they mapped this out. You know, yeah. Twitter and because online they, are she's been canceled before and she has recovered from it. And so they like uh uh-uh, uh not this time. <laughs> so people are really. And actually, the reason why I knew she knew this was going, she knew it was an issue, because it took her a couple of days mm-hmm. to respond. Yeah. Now, when she did this, this is a PR-approved message. Right. I want you to know, someone <laughs> in her team yeah. read this, wrote this. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'll read it quickly. I want to address what's happening on Twitter. I've used public chat rooms to socialize since I was a child. I shouldn't have been on some of these chat room sites, but I personally have never been involved in any racist conversations. I'm sorry to anyone that I offended. I'm a black woman. Half of my family is black from South Africa, and I'm very proud of where I come from. As for the old song that's resurfaced, it was in no way tied to anything outside of my own personal experience. It was written in response to people who often use that term to hurt me. I made an attempt to flip its meaning, but I recognized that it was bad a bad decision to use that term in my music. I understand my influence and impact, and I'm taking all this very seriously. I love you all, and I'm sorry for upsetting or hurting any of you. That's not my character. I'm determined to show that everybody, to show everybody moving forward, to show that to everyone moving forward. So that's her apology. She hasn't posted or said anything since. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not here for it. I just think she has a habit of... She, I'm, she knew what she was doing. So yeah, let's just be clear. Absolutely. Um, whatever her reason or whatever fascination she gets being in that environment, whatever that Go thing is... Um, Seek help. At the end of the day, you're only apologizing because people were ups- outraged about it. This absolutely. was like a week ago. Yep. So you, for some reason, because like to mention, since I was a child, like that was purposeful. Right. That doesn't make it any better. You're an adult now. You're an adult and you're a celebrity. Like if and you're, you're right, you're a public figure. Right. So out of anything, you would know that as a public figure You should have been out of them chat. You shouldn't like, be in these chat rooms, period. Even if it wasn't racial. You right. just shouldn't be in them. Right. You're not normal anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So, you know, here's the thing about the cancel culture. Does it cancel people? No. We know that. Yeah. It depends. I think what it is, people do what they feel they need to do, and they should. Mm-hmm. So someone, you don't want to listen to Doja Cat anymore, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole thing of someone being canceled, it just isn't true. Yeah. And we know that. Yeah. I mean, even when it comes down to people like R. Kelly. Now, a lot of people have. Yeah. But he but still has still fans and fear. still supporters. So yeah. it's like, it's really you doing what you feel you need to do that matches, like, your moral code. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but... Great. And the third one, um, Joe. Example number two of he don't know how to deliver. He need to stick to the cards he is given. <laughs> so he did an interview with Charlemagne for the Breakfast Club, and he made a statement. I'm going to just say the statement. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, you ain't black. So... Sir, you don't have rave reviews. So, um, while some people, or uh, tons of people are going to vote for you just because they don't want Trump, um, it's not because they're black. It's just because Trump is so much worse than you already are. And I feel like... It's not because you're good. And I feel like 
any candidate, because whether it was Joe or someone else, mm-hmm. you shouldn't take that lightly. Right. You should still be um, putting Pushing. out good plans and mm-hmm. actions for all people. Because believe me, if it was him against someone else... It would be different. Yep. So don't rest... He wouldn't be chilling like he Don't is. rest on, oh, Trump's trash so I can... Because here's the thing. Trump was trash the first time mm-hmm. and it still happened. Mm-hmm. And so let Hillary be a lesson to you because even some people, um, like political analysts, have said that she didn't do enough because she just knew. She just thought she was a That she was going to. Yeah. So it's like those times. That's what makes me feel like. Yeah. Just because you still people gotta be want strategic, Trump to be out wasn't. Yeah. doesn't mean you don't need to have thoughtful plans mm-hmm. for people. Right. And you're coming on a show. That is, the core audience is black. Mm-hmm. And you kind of rest in your laurels on the fact of like, well, he's terrible. Obviously, black people are going to vote for me. Right. That's not good enough. Right. And I think you had people speak out about that and they got trashed. And I specifically like Angela Rye and uh, like Amanda Seals, like they got kind of railed a little bit. Mm-hmm. But like they, to me, because I watched them even when they were on IG Live with each other. Yeah. They're not saying don't vote for Joe. Mm-hmm. They're saying keep him accountable. Keep Absolutely. all of these figures in ca- uh, accountable yeah. at a local level and up. Right. Um, even Angela Ross said, even if it's someone you didn't vote for, but they're now in there, they still now need to be accountable. Yeah. And I think that's fair and just. Mm-hmm. And just because Trump is bad doesn't mean he can be last a day to go and be like, well, yeah, people are just going to vote for me. No. You need to have a plan for people. Mm-hmm. All economic types, colors, whatever. You need to have solidified plans of action. Because we don't want four years of someone that's just better than Trump. We want four years of someone that's actually going to do stuff that we want them to do, make progress in areas um, that need things done. So, no, it's not just don't do what he did. Because that's the bare minimum. I mean, shoot, below the minimum. Like, (laughs) let's be clear. Um,. I could do better than Trump. Facts. But doesn't mean I need to be president. <laughs> right. Right? right? So, like, that's not, like yeah. you said, that's not what it should be. Yeah. You know, he apologized. Um, you know, his senior advisor spoke out. It was a joke that didn't land. Clearly. It wasn't appropriate. <laughs> that wasn't there. Um, and I will say, I mean, I saw a lot of black people who just was like, yeah, I'm still voting for him. And if you want to, that's fine. Right. But still make sure he has plans Mm -hmm. for that impact you. Make sure that he's have, um, um, you know, they have all their plans for different things. Yeah. Make sure they're there. I mean, think about it like relationship. You're not going to pick somebody to be your man just because he a little bit better than your last man. No. You want him to fit you want the him, bill. Exactly. You want him to match up with and, your values. And I think if you're like anyone but Trump, okay, mm-hmm. still make Joe have his shit together. Right. Right. Still yeah. make him have his stuff together. Right. Yeah. And when it comes to black people, because I know that for some there's a call for like, what are you going to do for black people? Mm-hmm. He has his strategy. Mm-hmm. Look at it and make sure... He's hitting the right points. Right. And if he ain't, and challenge And if he not, him. challenge him and his team yeah. to make sure they are hitting the right points. Right. Yeah. I have to be honest with you, because I know a good amount of his team are black, mm-hmm. I'm wondering what the strategy would be now. Yeah. Because I'm like, come on, y'all. <laughs> yeah. You know? But that was number three. <laughs> 
So, that is that. Um, just some quick stories. Uh, NBA is chatting about we're starting in July. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're thinking about going to the uh, ESPN Worldwide Sports Complex in Florida. Mm-hmm. It'll be a single site for games, practicing housing. I feel like as an adult, if I was a basketball player, I'd be like, eek, to like now be on like some like secluded campus to play these games. Yeah. I would be kind of annoyed. I don't know how basketball players, but that's their job. So they probably miss basketball, but I don't mm. know. Playing it like that is different. Even though they travel a lot, this is different. Where they kind of like different. on lockdown yeah. to get these games going yeah. is different. Right. So. I don't know. We'll but see. But I where... mean, if that's what the NBA decides to do, and if you still want to be under the contract, contract you gonna you skip go your on. ass to Orlando <laughs> and play <laughs> at that complex. Now, I do think a good amount of them will like leave their families at home. Yeah. Um, and just be like, I'll just be here for like, a little bit until right, it's done. Right. I don't. And I think, think if I was a wife of a basketball player, it would suck. But I would understand, and yeah. it is for the best, mm-hmm. not to uproot all of us and right. It's already a weird. Right, health wise, you couldn't really be going back and forth. Mm-hmm. So, like, I get it, but I was like, that's interesting. I know there's a lot of people who miss basketball, yeah. who miss sports. So, y'all better go out in y'all backyards and play hoops. Put up hoops. a basket. We're playing basketball. You know? Did you see the um, winners of um, The Mass Singer? Outside of the main winner, but the top three. Wasn't one Bawa? Mm-hmm. He was third place. Um, I saw... I don't watch the show. I gotta be honest. Knowing that Candy won, I'm like, how in the world they didn't know that was Candy? I'm gonna be honest. The first three weeks, I didn't. I saw them clips. I'm like, could The first three I weeks... I will be shady. Her voice is very distinct to it me. It is. It is. In the first three weeks, I didn't know it was Bow Wow either. Now, Bawa, I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not sure I would have known him. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. But, but Candy, it was like, oh, that's Bow Wow voice. Like, it's no question in my mind. But Candy, I'm like, her voice is so distinct. It where is, I just I feel think, like... I think she did certain things to disguise it at times. Okay. Because it's like, at certain certain songs she'd be singing, I'm like, oh, that sounds like her song. I'm like, now it sounds like somebody else. Oh, it so sounds like her she again. Was. Okay. And now Cause, it don't. Because I don't, you know, I don't watch it, but mm-hmm. I've seen clips, and I saw that Bow Wow was on it. I saw that... Candy was on it. Jordan. Her name Jordan, right? Kylie's Kylie's ex best friend. Oh yeah, she was. She was on there. She was. I saw a clip of that. Mm-hmm. She's about to release an album now. Well, I saw her, I saw her clip of her singing. She didn't sound bad. She's, she sounded good. I she mean. does, but she could use a little help. Cause at times, at times, like she, it's not that she sounded bad during the show, but at times you could tell that she didn't have any training. So, she just need a little, you know... Nurturing. Yeah, just a little bit. She sounds good, though, but at times it was like, okay, I can tell this is not a professional singer. She just sings. Yeah. So, maybe with some training, her voice gets strong. I mean, she certainly has the look, right? She's pretty, you know... So maybe she'll But have... like people didn't know Shaka was Shaka. She got she got out early in the season. But I knew that immediately. Mm. So. Okay, um what else is going on? Oh. 
some updates from past couples episodes. Ray, uh, Ray J and Princess, she finally did file for uh, divorce. Oh, she did. She did, and she wants full custody oh. of both of their children. Because she's pregnant right now, or did she already have it? I think she already had oh, okay. the child. The second one. The Dang. second son. But she... I mean, they should... I, I mean, I saw <laughs> half of a Zeus, that little mm-hmm. figuring each other out thing, and I'm like, that. I don't know what's been going on prior, but what I saw in that moment... I'd have been like, divorce. It's it hard just... because, like, even, like, before the kids, before the marriage, and seeing them on Love and Hip Hop, it always seemed like it never they seemed don't need to solid. be together. Right. It, it never, never seemed, seemed that solid. solid. But I, like, I'm also, like, trying to acknowledge, like, a lot of things happen that are not on this show. But I And just... they manipulate the cameras, right? Yes. So, you know, things are... So you try to be like, okay, maybe there's something I'm missing here. But it just... But... When I found out they got engaged and they married, I was always like, oof. Right, it, it <laughs> never it never seemed solid, and that is very. I true. was surprised they made it to two kids. To it, be honest with you, it never seemed solid. Yeah. That is true. So. Also, Neo and his wife Crystal, mm-hmm. um, seem to be on the outs, back in each other's good graces. Oh, okay, okay. I think maybe they're not getting a divorce anymore. Interesting. Okay, and so if you can figure it out, that's good. Yeah. I mean, when stuff like that happens, I feel like they just probably need to try harder and like have some counseling. And sometimes separation because it hasn't been that long. And sometimes a little separation can help clear your mind Facts. and realize you love the person and you want to be committed wanna, to right. him and you and want you things act right. Right, right, <laughs> act right, and you want things to work out. Yeah, yeah. So, and the last thing I want to talk about is future, real quick. <sighs> so, um. His album went number one, so, you know... Kudos. Kudos. But we really want to talk about his latest child. hmm How many is it now? I think it's nine. I want to say it's nine, and they're nine different moms. So there was a, um, a woman who said her child was, you know, Future was the child's father. It's been in the press back and forth of trying to get... Um, like a DNA test mm-hmm. and to get it right. So apparently, for what I'm reading, this woman um, was asking for like a couple hundred bucks a month, like five hundred dollars a month. Yeah, I was right? about to say, I think it was like four or five hundred. And he was like, "Nah, I'm not doing it." So they go to court, and now <laughs> I believe, allegedly, I'm reading that it's now like fifty-three thousand dollars a month. Yep. And so, you know, you had a lot of people like, see, if you would have just paid what she asked for. She was asking for the bear. And for how much money he has, she really was. And people need to understand She was asking for pennies. Because people like, people we want to have celebrity children for the money. Are there some women who may purposely do that? Sure, right? But let me be clear. The men with the money also need to be responsible. Mm-hmm. So if you are a public figure and you may feel women or men, because you can be a woman in this you know, in this role too, yeah. if you feel like you have to be cautious because of stuff like that, then no matter what the person is doing, mm-hmm. you need to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. If 
you're not wanting more children if you're not wanting this. Mm-hmm. So one, I didn't like all the energy they were giving her because they're like, y'all need women need to be more responsible about who they allow to father their kids. I'm like, um, that's everybody a t- need to be responsible. Everyone needs to be responsible, including yeah. the father. Like that's bullcrap. And yeah. two, when you're doing child support and stuff like that, depending on whatever the state laws and stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of times it is based off of your whole entire salary. Mm-hmm. And they, they have want... their own calculations of how, what they feel is necessary for their child. Right. So it's not, do do you need $53,000 a month to raise a child? Right. No, you no. don't. <laughs> However, with the salary that he makes a year, mm-hmm. it's just. Yeah. And to say this, I do believe that if your parent is someone of that status, the child life should reflect a portion of that, i.e., yeah. um, at minimum, the proper education and things like that. That does cost money. Yeah, the goal is always to keep the child's life c- consistent. Right. So, like, it shouldn't be that when I'm with mommy, I gotta eat ramen noodles, but when I'm with dad... I'm eating lobster every night. <laughs> right, right. Because then, of course, the child might develop a preference to be at one house over the other. Or try to figure out why is there such a vast difference. Right, right. So the goal is to always try to have them, you know, having the same luxuries in each living environment. Um, so that's why they get as much as they get. Because daddy make a bunch of money. Like, and child deserves. Like, so. And at the end of the day, because Future was tweeting some wild inappropriate things yeah you just you the one who you did you the one who dipping your dick in everywhere and unprotected and they're gonna call him ugly like so then you how ugly was she she wasn't right she wasn't right i mean at the end of the day she wasn't right and now you're just mad because you have to pay more than what you maybe wanted but that is your child and i hope that whatever you just went number one so you got it how about it but i'm hoping that whatever that this attitude is that he will be as present as he as he can be right. in the child's life. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, all his kids' lives. I mean, nine kids and he has his schedule. I don't know how he... I don't know the schedule. I mean, seeing honestly, all his children. it gotta be like, everybody come to this one city. <laughs> I mean, I don't what know. I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. Schedule. That's a lot. It's nine children. I don't know where everyone lives. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think one of the most famous one is married, so we know mm-hmm. where his her, where his son is. Yeah, we know where he is, but right. the other eight, I don't know, because I know they're with their moms. Mm-hmm. I don't know where those women live or yeah. how often he sees them. But my God, man, <laughs> put on a condom. I mean, unless unless you like doing it like this, but it seems like you don't. <laughs> it seems like he likes. Doing it like that, he don't like the end result of doing it like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. I mean, enough <laughs> is enough. Anyway, that's all I really have. Do you have anything? Unless you... Would you, you hear, what's the scuttlebutt? You hear anything? The scuttlebutt. No. <laughs> all right. Okay. Moving on to TV. Yeah. So we're going to do a Bravo moment. I'm actually excited because I can give you guys an update on... Part two and three of the mm-hmm. reunion. So, part one was really spectacular. Part two and three was... Eh. Mm. So, in part two... um, Like, I'm thinking, like, what is even memorable? 
part two, I want to bring out a few things. I've said this before, and I'll keep saying it. Kenya refuses to take accountability for her nastiness. I think people would respect her a lot more if she just was like, yeah, I did it. Because mm-hmm. you got on my nerves and I did it. I don't think necessarily people are... are people. No one's blind here. We mm-hmm. know you're mean. Because <laughs> some of the stuff you do is mean. Right. But to me, I think she would have more people's respect if she just owned that, yeah, I did do that. Mm-hmm. So it was talking about the cookie lady and was talking about how she ruined... Uh, that's with Tang, and then she was talking about, you know, how she ruined Marlo's hair event. And Kenya goes, "Well, you made comments about my mom, my mom not being there. The comments that Marlo made were three years ago, and Marlo apologized. So it's like, so are you holding grudges? Because mm-hmm. for you to say, um, I'm defending myself for an incident that happened three years ago, sounds like BS to me. A lot of it. So that's why I'm like, just say, I don't like Marlo. Mm -hmm. She's done things I don't like, and I wanted to make a moment to get on her nerves and to bother her. I feel like I would respect that more. Right. At the end of the day, and then with the Tanya thing, and Tanya said something that was true. She was like, your marriage was in a bad place, and you were just looking to pull somebody else's relationship down with you. Because you were saying your man was cheating or some inappropriate conversations were happening. Mm. And now all of a sudden, you're so, you're so passionate about trying to figure out what's going on so uh, allegedly. The one thing that was interesting is, though, is with the whole cookie lady thing with Tanya, Kenya really was getting the brunt of, you know, how inappropriate it was. But right. turns out, we find in these reunions, comes out that Cynthia was aware and was being, frankly, just as messy as Kenya, mm-hmm. but maybe even messier because she wasn't as forefront as Kenya was. Hmm. Kenya okay. had to kind of call her out to be like, well, she was involved too. She did this too. She invited her there too. So then at the end of the day, I'm watching the TV like, so then both of y'all just dead ass wrong. Because at the end of the day, that lady was looking for a moment. Mm-hmm. You know, you're inviting her to have lunch with Tanya. Nothing happened between Tanya's fiance and this woman. Hmm. Right. I don't believe anything happened. She's saying he tried to push up on her. But even that, you just saying he tried to push up on you. So he didn't get your number. So you guys didn't meet up. Nothing happened. Right. He flared with you and tried to get your number. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not like we had a night or he was kissing me. I mean, he was, he was just, you know, really flirty. And he said he didn't want me to leave. <laughs> Okay, um, <laughs> like, okay. It just wasn't worth it to me. It's like, she was doing a lot for screen time. Mm-hmm. Trying to And seen. they play right into it and made this thing such a big thing. All that to say is, I just want Kenya to admit that sometimes when she's doing these calculated tasks, it's just because she wants to. Mm-hmm. They've done something to her, and clearly for her, there's no time limit on what's appropriate to get back she at someone. To, it's just going to you be You bothered me and I want to get you right. and I would prefer her to just be honest about it. Then we had Candy and Nene go at it where Nene once again has said a lot on her YouTube video mm-hmm. and it was clearly aimed at Candy but she wasn't willing to admit it. Once again Kenya and Nene are alike. 
You know that was about Candy. And in this moment, you could have said, you know what, I was talking about her. Right. But she kept saying she wasn't. That got Candy upset. And then they started going back and forth. I personally believe Nene has never really cared for Candy because of Candy's success. I think Nene made herself a figure of this show, right? She's the OG. She's the the big guns with Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And that's true. But Candy's a big gun, a big gun, like, in the world. <laughs> and I think that slightly bothers Nene. Yeah. Nene definitely has carved out a space for her in this realm. But in, like, real world, Candy's doing a lot more. Mm-hmm. A lot more businesses, a lot more money, mm-hmm. a lot more success. Um, and I think that bothers... Nini, I think Nini likes to feel like top dog, and anyone who makes her not feel like she's top dog, she has an issue with. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've ever, I don't think Nini has ever genuinely really liked Candy through all the years that they had back and forth. And I think it just came to a head, and Candy was just probably the most fussy I've seen her be at Nini. Really much, I mean, shut her down. I gotta be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Candy, shut her down, child. <laughs> then we get into, as Kenya, they were doing like some, um, you know, the video montages of Kenya and Cynthia's relationship. And in while it's playing, you can hear Nene in the background like, this is bull crap. You see, this is ridiculous. Oh. And Nene ends up walking off and she never comes back for the rest of the reunion. Oh my Jesus. I think it's hilarious to walk off when you're in your own house. She like slightly shut the laptop <laughs> so it was still open. Yeah, so and you can see her notes. So it kind of looked like she had notes mm-hmm. of how she was going to get people. So that That's was funny. talked about. And she never came back. Even for part three, she was gone. And so people were saying that Nene left. They were trying to say that Nene left because um, Yovana, with the whole snake gate, was coming on to speak. And they felt like Nene was scared of that. I'm like, no. I think Nene left because she just got into that knockdown drag out with Candy. Mm -hmm. And then now she's sitting here frustrated because she feels like Kenya acts the same, acts, um acts a way where no one checks her and where Nini is always getting checked for her behavior. So yeah. she left. I don't think it was about Yovana. Part three, Yovana, part three was really a waste of an episode, so I'll keep it brief. Yovana's trying to explain this whole uh, uh, snake gate where she was alleging that she had recorded Cynthia speaking negatively about Nini. She never recorded anything. There is no recording. She lied. Mm-hmm. But on the show, she's saying that Nene was asking her to befriend the ladies and to get recordings of them saying oh. bad things about Nene. Now, well, I think that it's con- dirty. It does. I think it's convenient that now it was all Nene's idea to record, yeah. but because she has integrity and stuff like that, she really couldn't record people, so she lied. That's basically what she said. It would have been lovely said. if Nini was there for that conversation. And right, and of course Nini's not there, so there's no way to defend it, no way to like combat it. Mm-hmm. And so Cynthia's like, "Well, Yovana's here, Nini's not. I'm gonna believe Yovana." Basically, why everyone else was like, "Yeah," because mm-hmm. Yovana was kind of talking in circles. You're saying you have integrity, but you're also saying you lied, right. and then you're saying you lied because you're pressured. Because Nene was putting pressure on you, but you're a grown-ass woman. So it's like, so then how was she pressuring you? Mm-hmm. You could have just told Nene, no, mm-hmm. I'm not recording anyone. Mm-hmm. Sound like bullshit to me. At the end of the day, part one was really the juicy part of it. Here's yeah. the thing. A cash shake-up shake needs to happen. We cannot have the same group because it's the same stuff over and over again. Right. Uh, I've said it. I think I said it in my last update. Eva can go. We've had enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Cynthia can go be with her man in L.A., had enough. 
Or Cynthia could be booted down to a friend role. Mm-hmm. She'll have to completely go, but Eva could completely go. Um, I don't know. As much as I, I would love for Candy to get a friend role, but she's not. I think we need two new women. Uh, I think we need a little bit younger. And I think we need one of them to, at minimum, have an issue with Kenya. And then one of them have an issue with Nini and Kenya. We need new drama. <laughs> and then Tanya and Marlo can still be friends of the show. We need new stuff. Mm-hmm. Nini and Kenya will never get along. So they will always have an issue with each other. Mm-hmm. But we need new problems. We cannot have the same arguments over and over again. Mm-hmm. Which is why I feel like we need new women to stir some stuff up. Maybe the new girl don't like candy. and You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we need something else. Because what I don't want to do is watch another season of Kenya and Nini going back at it. Y'all don't like each other. We know it's fine. Moving on. <laughs> and that is my Bravo update. And Eva could really go because she was really getting on my nerves. <coughs> she could go. So then we have Insecure. Mm-hmm. I don't even... Because we have two episodes. I'm like... yeah, Two episodes that were filler episodes, to be frank. Let's talk about that. You tell us at the top of the season we get two extra episodes. And then I find these two episodes are, frankly, filler episodes. <laughs> right. Where we got, like, an in-depth look at Them. Issa and Molly after their argument. Yeah. And I didn't need it. I'm, yeah. I I feel like I'm. I, a lot of people are like, ooh, I really love that episode. I'm like... Cause she got a hug by her mom. We're so t- like. I did. I liked Molly's better than Issa's. I think Molly's fit into the storyline better. I do too. Cause it's like we don't see them much um, as a couple. Yeah. But Issa's was like <laughs> picking up some random man because she wanted to do good deeds or paying for the girl stuff and anything. I'm like, we couldn't find her something else. Right. I would have preferred hers. Reconnected with Nathan or, or like something or else with her brother or with her brother. Like still keep the mom part. Like but... the mom part was keeping them. Like y'all realize most of the episode was, we didn't need it. Like right. I I appreciate Kyle uh, Kyle Pratt making an appearance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, love her, but yeah. like still, I was like, what was that? What did I just watch? The Mom... only good thing I learned from Molly's episode is that she going back to therapy. Me too. When she <laughs> she was on that beach, she said hi, Doctor Rhonda. I said yes, sir. Shaba bele, shaba ba. Please go see something. And then also with Molly's um, conversation with uh, Andrew's brother. I think she went too far. I I think I think she was valid her feelings. Of course, but I think that's a conversation but she that she got, probably needs to have with Andrew one-on-one. Because that, I mean, that is a dynamic of their relationship, being different But she races. got so angry so quickly, and I felt like... And then going to say F you to her brother, like, She Whoa. couldn't get... She couldn't get it out because she was just so upset. Yeah. And I would have just told... I think what she said was right. At the end of the day, um, it's always like people of color until. So she made valid points. I think, if anything, she could have just expressed, I'm disappointed that you perceive it that way. Mm -hmm. And to make it seem like I'm doing something or like I'm being overly sensitive. Mm-hmm. There are differences between me as a black person and like there's a moment where she could have but she was just so mad she couldn't get it out. Yeah. And so she stormed off. Yeah. So, um And I do wonder if her and Andrew will talk about what happened. Yeah. And how she reacted. I think that is a conversation to have because he didn't like that she said that Asian people only choose to be people of color at certain times. 
which for you know it could be true it might not be true for, for him, him but i think that's a conversation that they need to have because she has that opinion and he may have a different opinion so they need to talk about it if y'all going to continue to be together anyway and i appreciate it because sometimes when people think of interracial couples they really primarily think of a white person and someone else yeah and it's still same is you still have to have conversations absolutely even when you're dating maybe another person of color yeah. when it's not you know what i mean so i actually yeah. like that that yeah. kind of came up mm-hmm. molly's episode was more interesting definitely yeah. um maybe miss life he actually probably gonna see the right. people again like um <laughs> Made me miss life. Made me miss. Uh, made me think of. You know, I wasn't planning on going to Mexico, but, but plans that you did have. Plans that involved me, frankly, on my back enjoying life. <laughs> I I don't I don't I didn't get to have. I don't get to have. And so watching watching them, you know, give their little vacation sex on, made me go, damn you, Rona. <laughs> For ruining the plans I had, mm-hmm. you know, I could have been, you know, getting smashed on a balcony. I'm just saying. I'm just like, just saying. Any other TV updates? No, because I mean, we're at the summer. We're pretty much at the summer now. Where like mm-hmm. some of the regular shows are pretty much closing out for me. And like I said, I've been watching Degrassi and like random stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah. That's all I got Same. for me. Same. Um, okay, so we had a question of the week. Um, would you rather be catfished for an entire year or be cheated on by someone you've been in a relationship with for a month? Um, so, again, it was a, mostly a consensus. It was only one person that um, said the other, but mostly everyone chose... Um, to be cheated on. Headshot1906 said, cheated on, no excuse to get catfished an entire year with all this technology. Um, Poor Life Decision said, let's go with the month. At least I can move on from that quickly. Reese P said, be cheated on after a month because they can go. I don't even think I could be catfished for a year. What in the Nevin? Um, Africa Wilkins said, be cheated on. I'd rather you waste my time early on than play games for a year. Thumbelina said, be cheated on. Not about to have me looking crazy for a year. Be right, breeze said cheat on me. One month versus one year is huge. Zoe podcast one said catfish for a year. Didn't give like any support as to why. Her way talk said be cheated on for a month, and then joyful lock said be cheated on for a month. Well, probably the same thing they're saying. Just cause like yeah. this is a month yeah. versus a year. Same. Um, <laughs> a year of. Falling for something, for someone that all of it may not be true, they don't look like them, There's some, like that's a bigger yeah. disappointment and time waster than I start dating in a month. If I'm dating someone for a month, nine times out of ten, I like the person, but I ain't that attached. Right. So a year, while, I might love you already. Right, <laughs> right, right. And I'm, I'm loving a different person. Loving whoever like, you present it to right. me. So, right. whereas a month is like, I like someone, but like, I'm never that on it like that. So yeah. like, it would be like, you suck. We're done. Yeah. Moving on. Same. <laughs> Pretty so. much the same. So, um, today, we kind of wanted to revisit um, some of the goals that we set for the year. Um, in this corona time, it's hard, it seems like, to set goals for one, but to continue to strive for your goals. 
Um, and actually, I was talking to Sharice about this this week. Like, I had a planner that I had not opened in three months. Um, but I kind of, this week, looked back at some of the goals that I set for the year. And for most of them, I'm still on track, surprisingly. Um, in the midst of, you know, this year being quite different than how we planned for mm-hmm. it to be. Um, a lot of my goals, I'm still on the path for. How about you? Um, it's, it's for me, it's more like, technically, yes, mm-hmm. but there are things that have happened where I was like, this is not quite what I meant, but <laughs> I could check it off to say it is done. Yeah. So, for example, um, I was wanting, um, a new position in my career. I wanted to, more responsibility to do more. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I figured that would be me leaving my organization and then like I got a promotion because mm-hmm. um, I wanted more responsibility I wanted a title change and I wanted money mm-hmm. in my mind that meant I probably would, I would be leaving. be leaving right? and then it's like no you're still at your organization and you got the money title change and more responsibility so it's like technically that goal is accomplished it just wasn't what I thought it was right. going to be right um, it's the same even with like Somewhat with, like, my love life. Mm-hmm. I wanted to fall for someone this year. I wanted to be... I wanted to love someone. I wanted to... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, technically, <laughs> I do love someone. Right. However, comma, <laughs> there are some things, like, it's not quite what the you... circumstances in which I had in my mind. Right. right. So I'm having these moments where it's like, on one hand, you can say you are accomplishing these things. Right. But on the other hand, it's like, um, it wasn't what I thought. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, when I pray, I pray to be more specific. Yes. And that's okay. Um, so, it's like, I am still accomplishing. But I think on certain elements, the quarantine period has slowed me down. I haven't been as focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and it hasn't always been gravy. Yeah. I mean, I had no plans in going back into therapy. Rona came up in here, honey. And said, scoop. And I'm back in therapy. (laughs) So, you know, things have shifted, but not in a bad way either. Right. Um, So, for the most part, I'm still doing okay. Yeah. I think I've had to re-rig a few. I was about to say, I feel like... For those of us that are, like, fortunate enough to, like, not have gotten sick or not have anyone in our families gotten sick um, and just be kind of, like, quarantining, I think Rona has, like, forced us to either deal with things or learn new ways of things that we just didn't think that we would have to. Like, I think it's just putting stuff in our face um, because ain't nowhere else to go. (laughs) I agree. I mean, part of, like, just being super transparent when I called my therapist I was having you know really severe anxiety the mm-hmm. whole you know this was mm, probably beginning of April I wasn't sleeping and I was having had like a panic attack and I haven't yeah. had one in very in years right so when I got one I was like okay there's a signal here yeah. danger danger and so I originally called her to say you know I'm the pandemic has my anxiety on 10. I'm not able to cope. I'm having a hard time. Mm-hmm. I started going back. But then as we talk through things, things are coming out that 
it wouldn't have come out unless the pandemic, frankly. Yeah. Certain elements of my life being shut down mm-hmm. um, brought up some things that now we're working through, which is a good thing, right? Yeah. Um, self-development doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. It don't stop till you die. Real, real shit. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it never stops. Yeah. So, um, it was more of like, okay, so now we dig a little deeper. Mm-hmm. I learn, continue to learn things about myself, unlearn certain things. Yeah. And we keep it moving. But I think the biggest thing for me that I've had to adjust with my goals is I've made them even smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I've broken down my goals. So I think we talked about this maybe three four weeks ago about me eating chicken when I lose mm-hmm. twenty pounds. Which I set that goal pre Corona. Uh, like I told y'all, I thought I was gonna be sitting down at somebody restaurant eating some wings. Uh, and now here we are, and I'm dang near scared to eat the chicken. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna be sitting out at a restaurant eating wings like. That I will not get the the mini reward on the way to you know the grand goal that I thought I was gonna get, which is okay because you know I'm still you know working towards achieving the grand goal. But uh, yeah, a little different, <laughs> a little different than I thought it was gonna be. Um, and so yeah, even that has been different than I thought it was gonna be. I, these home workouts have been doing the trick for me, uh, which I would don't I wouldn't have realized if we wasn't in the house. Because I was going to the gym days before gyms were shut down. I was still going to the gym like, I got to get this in. And the gym wasn't doing the trick for me. So uh, these home workouts, Jesus was like, I told you to sit in the house now. And (laughs) that has been doing the trick for me. And so it's like, would I have figured that out if I was still going to the gym and do my regular routine? Who knows? Um, So maybe I wouldn't have gotten to chicken by now. Like, I don't know how differently that would have been. And I think, and I just want to say this right now. I think we both recognize the privilege. Absolutely. That we can take some uh, blessings or lessons from this. Because a lot of people are experiencing loss. Mm -hmm. Whether it's loved ones jobs, mm-hmm. income, all, you know, all of that. Yeah. So I, I do want to say that we fully acknowledge the privilege that we are in to Absolutely. where our employment wasn't disrupted. Right. Where we are in home conditions that are favorable, where we can focus on other things or mm-hmm. see things in a new perspective. Right. So I do want to say that because yeah. everyone may not have the opportunity to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, Which even, is why I hated the posts that were going around, like, if you don't learn anything during this quarantine, then... You wasted time. Like, like, no. It's a pandemic. And, it is and, stressful for and people. And it's stressful. And, like, for me, like I said, one thing, because we're literally getting to June very soon, mm-hmm. half of the year, like I said, I know all of us are like, this is not quite what we thought for the year. Nope. And how do you rally and deal with that? Yeah. Um... I do feel like I want more people to acknowledge that normal won't be normal for a while mm-hmm. and that it's okay to maybe put off a goal or two or to shift things. Absolutely. And that doesn't mean um, you're not worthy or capable of doing things. It's just acknowledging that the playing field is a little different. Yeah. And maybe the goal for you is just more emphasis of preserving your sanity. Mm-hmm. And that is okay. Yeah. Um, 
And, and so I feel like for me, like I said, some of the goals I'm like, probably won't happen this year. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things that, the things part of my goals were like, I have to be outside the home and like, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen in that way. Right. Where it's like, okay, so this is something that next year that I can focus on. Mm-hmm. What can I focus on now? What are the controllable con- things that I can control now if I'm wanting to reach certain goals? Right. So like my advice is like, you know, if there's certain things that just probably won't happen just because of the circumstance we're in, it's okay. It's out of your control. There's no harm, no foul. It's yeah. you acknowledging that and saying, here are areas that I can control. Uh-huh. Here are areas that I still want to make some progress. So that will now be my focus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Because, like, and I saw a post going around about this, too. For some people, it's okay to just be in your house and not feel like you have to, like, continue your workout plan. Because it may not be easy for everybody to just work out in their house. Shoot, you might just not want to gain the pound. Like, that's okay. Like, set, I think it, it's fine to set different goals with uh, the perspective of, like, what you can realistically do right now in mind. Because um, I think if you try to, like, you may still accomplish your old goals, but I think if you try to force it for some of them, you would just be miserable and upset um, that you, like, you're not going to be able to do those things in the way that you thought you could before, um, which is not a good place to stay. I think this is a year of a pivot. Mm-hmm. You pivot. Mm-hmm. And I think you give yourself tons and tons and tons of grace, something that yeah. I'm still learning to do, not being so hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. We're in a pandemic. People mm-hmm. are dying. And I know people are like, People name me is not under the same circumstances. Right. So don't be dense. I hate when people say stuff like that. Don't right. be dense. Yeah. And I think it comes down to the grace and reworking things. Yeah. This year can still be a productive year. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in all the ways. Like, you know, I thought by the end of the year, you know, I'd be married. No, I never thought that. But there are certain they things. They might. Maybe engaged. I In don't. a relationship. I don't. Everything is possible. <laughs> I'm not gonna say married because I don't think you would even get married. This that, year. I'm just like even if like you did get in a relationship in this year, I don't think you would force a wedding to happen. I'm, that's what I'm just yeah, like, like, I feel certain <laughs> that that ain't happening. That's that's not happening. <laughs> Understanding that anything could happen, but I think there's a few things. <laughs> That I can speak on <laughs> and like me being married at the end of this year, I really, really, really <laughs> don't see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you like know. one pivot we made, we were supposed to be going to a rose festival next month in DC, mm-hmm. which as of right now has been postponed, but we don't know if that's even actually going to happen. So we had our own, <laughs> right? in Shanae's backyard. It was real cute. It was fun. Honestly, it like the the touch that Shanae added to it was probably cuter than what they was going to do. Because <laughs> I'm Martha. Because a lot of like you can't. I don't want to say can't, but I think it's hard to like you did the flower and the ice. It's hard to scale that for a large a larger number event, of people. For sure. like, it would have been nice, but my my touch on the rose festival was very yeah. personal yeah but that's what i'm saying like pivot now let me be very clear you know 
niggas ain't coming at my house. I'm not going to do that. I don't, the whole, like, as long as it's under 10 people, I still don't feel no. comfortable. Yeah. Um, Sydney can, we record, mm-hmm. and I know where she's been. Mm-hmm. She know the routine right. of letting me know where she's been in the past week, because yeah. it's every week, <laughs> and vice versa. And I know that even as we phase things out, I understand the desire to be with your people. Absolutely. But I do think you should limit that and mm-hmm. to be responsible and to check in, like, what you been at, what you doing, because it spreads do I need to very check easily. But that is a way where you make your own fun. Yeah. And another thing that I've done is, I think, for me, because I'm transitioning personally in a space of not being so checklist. Mm-hmm. checklist heavy like I enjoy crossing things off too much yeah to the point where like if I don't have anything to cross off I start to get antsy yeah so for me part of me pivoting is doing less mm-hmm. doing what I feel and so that's what I'm saying like as you pivot and figure out what you want to do with your goals and as you maybe in this time or maybe learning some new things about yourself and how you cope and how you do things yeah that maybe Maybe that means you have less goals. Maybe that means you do less. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think ultimately all I'm trying to say is, is take the pressure off yourselves. Yeah. This is a different year. And I just and feel it's like... it's not a lot that you can predict. It's not. And, as far as and there's the only... And there's a small amount that you can control. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. so I feel like as we're at this mid-year mark and you kind of check in with your goals and things like that, I think you should just really show yourself some grace and maybe recalibrate. Cal- 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 calibrate? Yeah, mm-hmm. girl. Calibrate. <laughs> but I, I think, you know, because the days, it's hard to tell them apart, you know. For real. Like, what day is it? <laughs> so I do think it, it, it if you can, setting a goal for you, something for you to do in your home. Um, So it could be like, I want to paint a cat within the next month. You know, Practice your cat, girl. Like, you know, just something that is not stressed, like, that won't put any additional stress on you, but that will have you feeling like you are spending your time doing something outside of just stressing yourself out Um, so that you're not just staring at the ceiling or, like me, trying to figure out what's left to watch. (laughs) Because it can seem like, dang, when am I going to be able to have some normalcy back? So I think, you know, being able to have little things that you can do in your home um, is always something good to practice. I and agree. I mean, that's good long term, but... No, I agree, but <laughs> definitely under the circumstances. Yeah. So, like, one thing I love is I always like having my nails done. Mm-hmm. And I do my nails, mm-hmm. as in buy the nails decorated sycamore. <laughs> but I haven't been doing them in a while, and, like... Yesterday, I was like, I want to do my nails. And even for our little rosé party, I put makeup on and it I felt nice. And it I was took nice. I twist out. I, had, I, I done had them twist in for like three weeks. Maybe more. Because it's just when you work out every day, it's easier. But I took my twist out, put makeup on. And it was nice. It was nice to have like clothes on. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to feel like, okay, it was a nice day where my mind wasn't on the pandemic. Yeah. I worry about it all the time. I know I could be more extreme, mm-hmm. but I realize that, like, that's something I'm going to do something for myself moving forward. Now, every day, am I going to get dressed? No, because, I mean, I feel like it. Right. But the days that I do, I'm going to put on a dress. I, I'm not a person who wears shoes in my house, so I'm not going to put on shoes, but, 
Like today, I have on earrings. Mm-hmm. I'm in the house by myself all day, but I I like wearing earrings. Mm-hmm. I I put on a little dress because it made me feel normal. It made me feel good. So I think I hope that if anything, I know you know a lot of people have accomplishments, mm-hmm. but I really hope that under the circumstances, especially now where I think a lot of us are just trying to be as normal as possible that you're putting yourself on the highest priority mm-hmm. on your goals and, and things you want to achieve yeah. for, for yourself. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and if you do live by yourself or if you don't live by yourself, I hope that you're also finding creative ways to bond with those that are special to you. Um, so I know that could be harder if you do live by yourself, but look, FaceTime, uh, Duo, uh, Zoom, you know, I think there are a lot of ways, and, like, people have created games just to play over Zoom, which I love, um, and I have been playing some of them. They are really fun, so I think, you know, using those tools as much as possible is really good, um, because, shoot, I didn't learn stuff about my friends that I didn't know before playing these games over Zoom. Well, <laughs> and for some of my friends, we talk a little bit more, so yeah. it also can kind of be a lesson of, I know for me, I thought, am I too busy mm-hmm. kind of moment? Yeah. Like, why did it take this for us to communicate more? Maybe mm-hmm. we should try to do something regular. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, there's certain tidbits you can take Yeah. Um, from it. Yeah. And for those who are experiencing loss or tragedy during this time, I see nothing but love and, yeah. and good energy. Yeah. Because I'm very aware of that. While I can sit here and say... I've been able to learn some things about myself. I've been able to focus on other things. Mm-hmm. Everyone does not have that luxury. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So Which I, makes this time extremely difficult. Yes. Yeah. And so it's like, if you also have the luxury, be grateful for it. Be grateful for this moment um, and get from it what you can, whether it's personal growth or just making it through, you know, get, get from it what you can. And try to remain stress-free, guys, because... Stress is a killer, baby. It is. Stress also weakens your immune system. And if we're trying to combat the COVID, <laughs> we also want to be cool and easy so our immune system can stay strong just in case you get it and you can fight it off. Just saying. <laughs> right. Right. That's true. <laughs> take your vitamins. Drink your water. That's one thing. I, at Move one point, your body. I was forgetting to take my vitamins every morning. I was like, oh, oh. And I had to get back on track. Because, like, I have a little vitamin organizer that might make me seem like an old person. But it's handy because, like, each day pops out. So if I'm running late, I just pop out my day and I take my vitamins in the very, car. Very, very old <laughs> But if it works for you, girl. But since I'm not doing that, I haven't even been putting them in my organizer. Because it's like, I'm home. They're but it's there. Like, but it's like, maybe you should. Maybe right? you should just keep... Keep, Go keep back the to routines and just do it because it yeah. works for you. Because yeah. it's like, if it's keeping you on track, like for me for a while, I wasn't using my planner. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, who cares I'm at home? But then I was forgetting stuff and I'm <laughs> like, who cares? Write it down. Even if it's like you're at home, you're working yeah. from home, who cares? You still need to write down that you need to pull this report mm-hmm. or you want to do this in the house this day. Like, if it's going to help you keep you going, like, yeah. keep, keep as much as your routine. For me... As I've realized, keeping as much of my routine as I can has helped me. Yeah. Especially since, because I do live alone, I don't have, you know, I'm talking to plants. <laughs> and they don't talk back. <laughs> so, 
The routines help me. They say me. talking to your plants help them grow. Well, they're thriving and I love them all, <laughs> but they don't talk back to me. <laughs> so for me, a routine it comes in handy because like this is a long time to be alone outside of a couple hours with Sydney when I record. Right. You know, yes, I talk on the phone. Yes, I do FaceTime and Zoom and all that. Mm-hmm. But still, um, having someone in your presence is different. Yeah. Yeah. It's just different. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, like, people do some cute stuff to make it through the time. So, like, um, my boss's son just turned 10. So she contacted all of the mothers of the students in the classroom, and they drove past the house. Some of them painted. They're like a the, drive-by. Mm, they Those did the paint on the car. Yeah. They had signs telling them happy birthday, because 10 is a big thing for a kid. And Double like, digits. He was, so they were supposed to wake him up and surprise him and take him to Disneyland, which clearly didn't happen. So it was like, let's try to make this 10 year old's birthday as best as we can so all of this, his classmates drove by with signs and stuff and he looked happy so it's like just you know try to be creative with what you got because i thought that was just adorable <laughs> like and he looked so happy so just just try to make it through and you know accomplish what you can anything else you wanted to add no <laughs> why you say it like that oh did i say it in a certain way yes Oh, uh, no. The only other thing I wanted to say, I I wonder, because, you know, in the beginning, people that were still working from home, they was getting drunk, like, every day. I wonder if that slowed down. Because, <laughs> like, they was drinking during the day at work and everything like that. Because I think there is a novelty of, like, being able to work from home for a long period of time. I wonder if they're still drinking as often. I don't drink as much, period, but... Well, you know, I don't really drink in a house. Yeah. So, um, I think, I don't know. Because I don't really, I'm a social drinker. So, yeah. it's rare that I drink in my house by myself anyway. Mm-hmm. Every now and then I'll have a glass of wine. Or, like, I wonder if the very rare. the happy hours, because I haven't had that many Zoom happy hours, but I know people in the beginning was having them left and right. I wonder if that slowed down for people at all. Um, I mean... I don't see why not. They enjoy it. Yeah. Mm. Just wondering, but if you feel like they have slowed down for you, because, like, for me, they have, but I don't really necessarily enjoy them. <laughs> but if you do enjoy them, I, I say try to initiate it with your friends. Um, If that's something that was helping you get through, you know, try to initiate another Zoom happy hour with your friends to just kick back, maybe play a game, you know, have a sip or two. Um, Try to find things that make you happy during this time uh, I think that's all we have for this week always keep up with us on our social media platforms Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter you can always email us if you have topic suggestions anonymous stories, we love those anything of that nature goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com and as always this is Good Girls Behaving Badly bringing you the good and the bad of every week